Good morning, God's wonderful people. Here we are again at the beginning of a new day, the beginning of another day, to give God thanks and to glorify His name. We have been called out from many vices to give God glory, from many vices of sin to bring glory and honor to His name. Let's do this with all we have. Let's do this with all our might. Let's demonstrate that our God is a God who is worth serving and worshiping. Let us show forth that God is a mighty one, that is the almighty God. We do this, my friends, by living the word of God. We do this by showing forth that it's worth living for God. It's worth doing what, what, what the word of God teaches. When we live and not abide by the word, we are demonstrating and echoing to others that it's not worth doing. Let's show that what God says is fact. What God says is what is real by living it and doing it in our daily walk. In our study of Galatians 5, verse 13 to 26, we are now looking at the fruit of the Spirit. We have looked at love, and now we are looking at joy. In this, we are analyzing the Hebrew word for joy, samach. And samach is, is that word for joy. Yesterday, we analyzed the first letter of samach, that is the sheen. Today we'll analyze the second letter, which is the mem. Now, the mem and the pictogram for mem is water. That is the pictogram for mem. The original pictogram is actually that wavy line that represents water. Now, the shape of the letter today is quite different, but still the, the pictogram is, is, is water. Water is one of the four elements of creation. And yesterday when we look at the, the sheen, we saw that the sheen um, is fire. That's the letter for fire. And fire is also an, one of the four elements of creation, which is water, earth, wind, and fire. So to, yesterday we look at fire. Today we're looking at water. Two of the elements of creation is what we've looked at. We're, we, we'll be looking at in this one word. So the word samach so far we have seen as two of the elements of creation in it. These two elements are op opposite. Though the elements are interrelated, they are opposite. Fire is opposed to water but is dependent on air and earth. Right? And earth is opposite to air but is dependent on water and fire. So to have two opposing forces in a, in a word suggests to me that there is some conflict or difference that this word will convey. Because here we have in this one with two opposing elements and opposite elements, not opposing but rather opposite elements. It will convey some element of differences or conflicts. And we'll see by the end of going through this word if that is the case. All right. Now, water is an essential component to life. Water is essential to life and it supports life. Approximately 70% of the earth's surface is covered with water. Our bodies, man's body, is approximately 70% water. All living things depend on water to live. That's one thing that we have to acknowledge, that all living things depend on water in order to, to live. There's a phrase that a lot of um, water companies would use, water is life. And while I will not go to say that, but we must understand that water gives life and water sustains life. 
I won't say that water is life because again, we know that water is not life. The, the, the statement itself conveys, is, is meant to convey the importance of, of, life, of water to life. And so we understand that. But we, I'd rather say water gives life and water sustains life. All right. Another thing about water that I want to understand or to capture is that the word of God is likened to water. We see that in Ephesians 5 verse 26, where it says there that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. This is not something new um, to this to, to, to the word of God. The, 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 the rabbis will teach and they do teach that the Torah is water. So just as important as water is to sustain physical life, the word of God is essential to sustain your spiritual life, which is what we really are. We are spirit. So the word of God is life. And that's why the word says in, in Deuteronomy 5, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So the, as essential as water is to physical life, that is how essential the word of God is to life itself. All right? So water sustains life and it gives life. Just as all, in the same way, the word of God sustains lives and it gives life. The first place in the Torah where mem is used to begin a root word is in Genesis 1 and verse 2. And the word there is mayim, the Hebrew word for water. All right. So in Genesis 1 verse 2, it says there, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. There is the word mayim, translated waters. This word, Mayim, teaches us that Mem is water. Because remember, anywhere a word is used for the first time in the Bible, in the Torah, that context and that word in that context will teach us about what that word is. So that letter, the first place the letter is used as the beginning of a root word, that word will teach us about that letter. So here, Mayim is the first place in the Torah, Genesis 1 verse 2, where this letter is used as the beginning of a root word. And so this word Mayim will teach us what Mem means. And therefore, this word Mayim is water. And therefore, we know that Mem is water. So this word is teaching us that the Mem is water. Here it says, the earth was covered with water and the Spirit of God hovered over the water. The Spirit of God Hovered over the water. In other words, this is showing us here that the earth was cradled in water just as a baby is cradled in water in the womb. It is the same way in this context here that the, the, the earth was cradled in water, was covered with water, cradled inside water like a fetus in the womb. So here we see, friend, that water is a cradle of life. It's a cradle of life. It's not just a sustain and the giver of life. It's a cradle of life. It is, it is an element in which life is developed and formed. The rabbis state that the shape of the mem is like a womb. Also, the mem has two forms. One that is used as the beginning and within a word. That's a normal mem. 
Then you have the other form that is used at the end of a word, which is called a final mem. So the normal mem has an opening, and so the rabbis teach that this is the open or flowing body of water, like a river or a stream or an ocean, so that the normal mem would refer to the open body of water. And then the final mem is, a, is closed. There's no opening on the final mem. And as such, it's they, they teach that this is the closed body of water, like a pond, all right, or a pool. So the pond or a pool, a closed body of water, it has no opening, it doesn't flow, it doesn't run out. And so that's what they teach concerning these two forms of the mem. Again, this shows us here, friends, that the very shape and form of the letter is referring to water. The form of the letter mem is that it is made from a kaf and a vav. So remember we said that each Hebrew letter is made from two or more other Hebrew letters. And we say also that every letter begins with a yud. So every letter is formed by the hand of God, the power of God. That's what it tells us. All right. So the, the mem is formed from the kaf and the vav. The kaf is the open hand. Right, so imagine just your palm of your hand open and looking at it sideways. It, it forms like a C. When your, your palm of your hand forms like a C and you look at it sideways, that's what the calf is. So the calf is an open hand. It means the power to suppress or to lift up. With your hand open, you can push something down or you can lift, you can cup something and lift it up. All right, so the open hand is the power to suppress or to lift up something. So the vav, on the other hand, is the nail, and it means to connect. The vav in its number, that's the number six, also refers to all of creation. Because creation took place in six days. It was six days that everything was created. So creation is at number six. That number six would refer to creation. So in this way, the vav refers to creation. So here, this is teaching us, my friends, that mem is the support of life it is teaching us that the mem is the support of life the water supports all of creation so that's what this form of this letter even in the two letter that combines to form it it is showing us that water supports all of creation mem is the support of life the numerical value of mem is 40. The number 40 is a significant number, very important number. And I would advise you, in this day and age, it's easy to search a Bible. So search a Bible for the word 40. And you'll see that a lot of places in the Bible this word appears. And look at what it is associated with. Right? So the number 40 is associated with a period of probation, trial, and chastisement, not punishment. All right? So it's associated with a period of probation. Moses spent 40 years on, on the mountain. When he came back, he came back with, with the Ten Commandments. Jesus spent 40 days fasting on, uh, in the wilderness. Came back, he started his ministry. Uh, and, and Moses, having spent those 40 days on the mountain, came back with the Ten Commandments. We see this, this number permeated a lot of experiences of the men of God on the nation of God. Israel spent 40 years in the wilderness. That's a period of probation, of testing and trials. So the, the, the number four is associated with a period of probation, trial or chastisement. And this is not punishment rather. It is it, it, it's for a purpose. It's, it's for, for a renewal. We'll see that. Now 40 the, is the product of five and eight. Now five and eight. We already know what five means and what eight means. 
If you have forgotten, let's go. This teaches us that this period of probation, trial or chastisement is an act of grace. That's the number five. So five is the number of grace that ends in renewal and revival. That's the number eight. So the number eight is a number of renewal, a number of new beginning, renewal. All right, so five and eight being the product of 40 is teaching us that this period of probation or this period of trial and chastisement is an act of grace that ends in renewal and revival. This is why this period is not a period of punishment, but rather a period of being in probation for renewal. So when Moses went to the mountain for those 40 days, it was a period of renewal that ended in renewal when he came out the bible says his face glowed with the glory of god when jesus came out of his 40-day fast he began to manifest the power of god renewal revival so the number 40 is associated with renewal and revival it's a period of renewal in this way this number is also associated with birthing with birthing because that period of probation is a 40 period of probation ends in what? Birthing of something new. Birthing of something that was not before. So it's associated with birthing. A baby spends 40 weeks in the womb. 40 weeks in the womb. Nine months. A full nine months. Which is 40 weeks. Right? So the number 40 is associated with birthing. The mem is formed from a calf and a vav like we said. Their numerical value is 26. Mm, interesting. The numerical value of the calf and the vav is 26. Here we see that the mem, you know, is, is, is showing forth this numerical value of 26. You already know that 26 is the number of God's name. Yehovah. That's the number of God's name. And the Hebrew letters for this name of God is yud Hey vav Hey. Right? And that's Jehovah. So the Mem, the Mem's power is from God. This is showing us that the power of the Mem comes from God. God is the power of the Mem. He is the one who is active in this process of renewal and bringing forth life. The power of Mem is from God. And points to God. The power of the water is going to point to God. And point to him as the power of this water. The Bible does say in some places that he directs the, the wind. And he directs the waves. And he controls all the waters of the earth and all of that. He owes the, the, the waters of the ocean in his place. The power of the mem is from God. Yesterday we look at the sheen. We saw that it is one of the four elements as well. The, this letter also points to God. If we count all the letters of the Hebrew alphabet and include all the final forms, the sheen would be the, is the 26th letter of the alphabet. All right? And it, the, then after the sheen comes the tab, which is the last letter of the alphabet. But if we include all the final forms of the five letters that, as a final form, the sheen would be the 26th letter. And that makes the sheen the 26th letter of the, of the alphabet. Again, here it shows the number 26, and we know 26 is the number for the name of God, Jehovah. So the sheen also points out that its power is from God. There we see that the power of the sheen is God. So the element of water, its power is God. 
it comes from God. That power comes from God. We, we see now that the, the, the element of fire, its power also comes from God. They both point to God as a source of their power. So whilst we see the power in these two elements, we must acknowledge that this power comes from God. We see the power of these elements because fire and water are both transforming elements. They transform. Fire consumes and when it consumes, it burns up one thing to produce another and produce another. It burns up one and produce another. It transforms. Water has the same transforming effect. Water will transform things. And so therefore these two elements point to God and the power of God. Here friends, the mem we have seen here is water. It refers to all of life, all things material, all things created. So the mem points, it, it points to life. It's a sustainer and support of life. So the mem is life. It, it points to it gives life so it refers to life it refers to all of creation all things created so all the natural world the material world the mem refers to that and points to that here we have seen that mem is that source or that sustainer of life and therefore the mem points to life itself give unto the lord o ye mighty give unto the lord glory and strength Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divided the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the eyes to, ca to calf and discovereth the forest. And in his temple doeth everyone speak of his glory. The Lord sitteth upon the flood. Yea, the Lord sitteth forever the Lord will give strength unto his people the Lord will bless his people with peace hallelujah bless the Lord father we give you thanks to thee we give you glory and we give you praise Lord may our hearts yearn and, and desire your word as our flesh desires water May we yearn for your word each day to fill our lives with that which you provide us with that will sustain us. Lord, help us to be passionate and desiring and craving for your word because your word is life. We give you thanks today, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day now, my friends. And do remember that God loves you and I love you too.